Here we go. It is episode number 52 of the Rosie Report regular season roundup. Road trip beginning edition as the team is in St. Pete to open up a series on Friday night with the Rays. But first, a look back at Thursday's action in Cleveland. And coming up in a little bit, we will hear from veteran outfielder Cole Calhoun. A really good interview just about great perspectives from a veteran player. But looking back at Thursday, a great day for Noah Syndergaard, who earned his first win since April when he was with the Dodgers. His first win with Cleveland with five and two-thirds strong innings. And after the game, he talked about his performance. A lot of really good dudes um, on this team. And uh, the staff and organization has been amazing to me. Um, I'm really happy to be here. There you go. When you come to learn about this team, you know, there are five and a half games out a couple of days ago. Now it's just three and a half. It seems like every time it looks bad, you guys find a way to come back. Uh, I mean, yeah, like this team's full of a lot of uh, young, energetic guys, and I think you can really witness that on, on the field. I think it is uh, one of our strengths for sure, um, and it's just uh, awesome to witness and uh, to be a part of. How do you feel you are? How do you rank where you are right now? Where you would want to be coming a couple starts off of when you were on the IL? Do you feel like you're in the, the spot that you were hoping to be in at this point? Uh, yeah, I think every day I just try to get like a little bit better, um, whether it's in between work or um, my start days. Um, but I mean, definitely not where I need, where I want to be yet. But I think uh, the, the coaches that I have here put me in the, the right direction. Anything mechanical or approach-wise that you're specifically trying to work on or focus on? Uh, it's pretty much just all mechanics. Like I just, you know, like I have this analogy like you have this river and it's like formed as it is, and it's just really hard to like break away and like get back to like how I used to move because um, there's really no excuse or no reason why I should not be the the pitcher that I was before, but. Um, you know, I just got to, every five days, I got to go out there and compete with, with what I got. You saw the three young, the rookies start the last three days, and they're kind of, they've called Cleveland this pitching factory. What, in your short time here, makes kind of Cleveland feel like a pitching factory? What do you see, and what do you feel from what they do? Um, I would probably just say the communication and, and synergy amongst the different um, parts of this organization between the medical staff, strength staff, pitching staff, just how they interact and try to get the most out of each individual. Also after the 4-3 to three win, not only keyed by Syndergaard, but some good offensive work by young players, including Brian Rocchio and Jose Tena, manager Terry Francona weighed in on the efforts. It, 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 and it's fun to see the, how the guys react. And I mean, not just during the game, but then after the game. And um, and when you win, it makes it obviously a lot more enjoyable. But I, mean, I felt like I've been at the dentist since two o'clock or whatever. I mean, that was that was a long inning. What'd you think of Noah? You know, he 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 pitched. He spun the ball, I think, a little better than we've seen. He he missed a few, he missed some bats, like better than we've seen his first couple starts. Um, looked like he was under control. He didn't reach back, try to you know, kind of, but kind of pitched. Uh, used a slide step a little bit more, a little bit more effectively. So, 
I thought it was a good step in the right direction. Yeah, because we were kind of in a bind right there. I mean, one, Trevor got out of it, which gave us a chance. But then we're also, to him, an inning early. And Sam coming in and ha having his good inning. That Because we were, we were getting kind of up against it there. That wasn't looking real good. What have you thought of Brokio and just the short window that you guys have had to see him so far this year? Um, really live body. Looks like from the from both sides of the plate, he's going to be able to handle himself pretty well. Um, it'll be interesting to see as he gains experience, and I don't even just mean here, I mean just playing because he's so young, where it goes, because he kind of has all the tools. So, I mean, there's not a, I know this year he's not been hitting the ball of the ballpark as much as he did last year. Those kinds of things can come with experience in at bats. You mentioned that Cole's put up some, some put together some good at bats just in a short time. You know, Cozy uh, getting intentionally walked twice. Is that going to be more important for him to continue to, to do that? Well, whoever's hitting there. We're trying to, you know, it, it, it could change daily depending on who's playing. But I do think his at-bats have been really good. He doesn't have a ton to show for it, but he's had really good at-bats. I just like the way he plays baseball. I mean, he just likes to play baseball, and that's, that's always welcome. And this is a guy that's got 10 years in, and... He was here today get dragging Sarby out there to get ground balls. That's that's nice. Yeah. So a really good day for the Guardians at home. They earn a split of the series with the awfully tough Toronto Blue Jays, a team many feel will be in contention for much of October. Well, as promised, we had a chance to visit with Cole Calhoun earlier this week, talking to him about a variety of subjects, including a great catch he made on Monday night in the game against the Blue Jays. He's a veteran outfielder who had to spend some time at the AAA level this season before returning to the major leagues, and here are his thoughts on a great catch Monday night. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it was definitely up there. It's It was a long way to go. Um, had only had one ball hit to me uh, earlier in the game, and took a stab at it and and came down with it so if I could think back to a few there's a few that stick out but that one uh, that one ranks up there pretty high I think kids who play the game they, they always want to make those kind of plays but as you get deeper into to professional baseball and especially at the major league level uh, what are some of the things that you consider when you're trying to make a play like that yeah I mean to be honest a lot of guys probably think about a lot of things and I I don't know I've never really possessed that trade it was just really go catch it and you know it was since I was young I used to love diving around and, and catching balls and I thought that's that's been one of the my favorite parts uh, of the game especially on the defensive side and um, it's funny now I watch my son do the same thing I throw him balls and he's diving all over the place and I, I don't know maybe it's just innate I guess but um, now that's uh, only thing going through my mind was get there as quick as I can. If I've got a chance, I'm going to go for it. And you you were back in your natural position uh, here, though you've had an opportunity to play some first base for the first time in a long time. 
What are the challenges that have been there that, that maybe are not readily apparent to a lot of folks who think that first base, well, that's a, an easy spot anyone can play over there? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, being a guy like like I have played in the outfield uh, pretty much my entire career, um, and so I've had a little bit of experience at first base, but that was a long time ago. And so I've always prided myself on defense, and so anytime that something comes up, it's like – I. I want to go out and succeed for the team, especially on the defensive side. You want to do it on the offensive side too, but it's a game of failure on the offensive side, not so much on the defensive side. So I think, uh, I think over there there's just some, some instincts that, that come with experience that you know I may not possess quite yet. I mean, it's just going to take some, some time over there and, and playing and, and getting comfortable. And it uh, comes down to those, those two balls uh, on Sunday right there that you know I feel like I should have caught. And... Um, I think with a little bit more experience, I, I may have gone about those balls a couple different ways. But, um, you know, I'm just going to keep working and keep on getting better over there. And post game, you took some responsibility for that front and center. Why do you think that's important, especially someone uh, at your stage of the game and, and where you are in this situation? Yeah, I just I, I think that's important because uh, this is a this is a tough game, you know. And and I've been around for a little bit, and and I, I'll be able to deal with it. And, um, I think uh, some other guys that you know it, it affects them big time, you know. And so I think uh, me being able to take that is uh, is just a, a good way to go about it i think uh good game you you give it to everybody else and bad game you you take it all upon yourself stay tuned we'll have more with cole calhoun after this short break welcome back to guardians warm-up cole calhoun is joining us recently acquired by the guardians and cole you, you were back in the minor leagues for the first time in a long time um, earlier this season uh, what's kept you going and, and and got you through that period before you got back here yeah, I, uh, it's been a while. It's been a while since I since I've been down and then in AAA, and uh, you know I'm I'm approaching ten years uh, of MLB service time, and I'm a little bit short, and I wanted to get back and get an opportunity to get that. That's kind of what kept me going. That was uh, what motivated me to to go through the season and um, keep on grinding like I've been grinding, and so um, get an opportunity to uh, to get back up here and you know and and help a ball club that that is right in the thick of things and so that's that's exciting i uh um want to come up here and play well and and do what i can to help this team win and um you know see where see where this year takes us it's been a wild ride so far so we'll see what happens and you have a teammate daniel norris who somewhat similar has spent a lot of time in the major leagues and ended up going back to the minor leagues for a while this season and he said there were some positives to it um were there some positives there that maybe the way you look at the game a little bit yeah i think it puts some things in perspective it really does i mean i don't want to say you take anything for granted up here but i was up here for a long time you know and uh when you go back to AAA and and the game is I mean it is miles away from where it is in the big leagues um, being at the AAA level and just atmospheres crowds uh, competition level I mean you name it and so um, getting back up here and like the first day back in the stadium and like looking up hitting BP throwing a ball around it was just like it, it puts things into perspective that this is this is awesome this is cool this is such a, a fantastic place to be in, in like truly truly living a dream so um definitely brings that back to the forefront cole thanks a lot for their perspectives appreciate it yeah no problem thank you that's cole calhoun a nice addition to this ball club showed up as the homestand started last week and uh, getting some regular playing time as we get deeper into the month of august
Well, that's going to do it for this edition of the Rosie Report regular season roundup. We'll catch you next time. As always, this is Jim Rosenhouse thanking you for listening to and downloading the Rosie Report.